From BYU Broadcasting's Performance Studio, this is Highway 89. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. In studio today is classical guitarist Adam Kostler. He's in town to perform as part of the Utah Classical Guitar Society's Young Artist Series. You can learn more about the Guitar Society at ucgs.org. Dr. Adam Kostler received his bachelor's at East Carolina University, his master's at Appalachian State, or Appalachian State, depending where you live, and his most recent degree from Florida State. He's been a top prize winner in a number of international guitar competitions, and he performs regularly as a solo artist, also as a member of the Nova Guitar Quartet, and with the Kostler Guitar Trio. That includes his father Bill and brother John. And best of all, Adam Kostler is here to perform for us on this edition of Highway 89. Why not start with a little Bach, even though he may have originally written it for lute or clavier? We're going to hear the Allegro from Prelude, Fugue, and Allegro. of Bach, that's Allegro from Bach's Prelude, Fugue, and Allegro, performed live by Adam Kostler. You're listening to Highway 89. Adam, thank you so much for coming. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. What a great piece to start with. Maybe we'll have to remind listeners, if they're not familiar with classical guitar, that's just one person playing. Yes, that's, uh, (laughs) it's a lot of choreography, but yes, uh, just one one guitar, solo guitar. And uh, I read something that said you don't even remember not playing the guitar. Right. Uh, you know, I come from a family of musicians, so, um, 
you know, as, as soon as I could start talking, I started playing guitar, and uh, me and my brothers all play guitar as well as some other instruments. My mother's a violinist, and my father's a guitarist, so, yeah. it's So good. do you have some very first recollection of realizing, hey, I play this instrument? Yeah, I remember being a kid, and um, maybe being five or six, and going over to my neighbor's house, and, uh, you know, hanging out with my buddy, and saying, hey, what do you want to do? Oh, let's go play guitar, and... He said, well, I don't play guitar. And I remember thinking, well, oh, other kids don't play guitar. I, I guess this is different. You know? And it was so strange to me that, well, I said, what, your dad doesn't play guitar too? <laughs> you know? It was just so strange to me that, that somebody didn't play guitar. So, Well, it's, our listeners can Google if they want to go to YouTube and sure. Google your name, Adam Kostler Guitar. And one of the things you have posted there, you're giving a very wonderful performance, but you've done sort of a voiceover right, where right. we hear your inner thoughts. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do that for my students and for myself. It's kind of a, um, it's a, it's a great way to let people know what's really going on in the mind of a musician. I mean, you know, we, we're very attached to our music and all that stuff, but, you know, it, it still is a performance, and it's, you know, terrifying to sit in front of a group of people. We, we, some of our favorite <laughs> thoughts were, <laughs> you hear, don't think about how this place is full of guitar players. Right, Don't right. think about... <laughs> right, like tonight, the concert I'm playing, I'm going to be sitting in front of a room full of people who are all uh, great young guitarists, students mm -hmm. of uh, Dr. Yearby over here. So, you know, they will know if you make a mistake, and that's... Uh, in a lot of ways, terrifying. <laughs> Some of my other favorites were, why is everyone coughing? <laughs> it's just strange to think that someone who's doing as much technically and physically and mentally as you have to do still has time for those thoughts while they're oh, performing. That's, you can't, you know, we call it the chatterbox. You can't, you, can't, you can't get it to be quiet you know, when you're playing. It's all the, you know, everything that's happening in my hands, and then I'm thinking about what I had for breakfast three days ago. It's just it's the silliest thing, but it happens. It happens to everybody. So one of the things you, you say on that when you end is, oh, why do I even play guitar? <laughs> so I'm giving you the question, why do you play guitar? Well, why do you continue as a livelihood? And it's, it's very rewarding. It's, it's easy to have a... Um, I, I meant that very tongue-in-cheek. Um, I, I really enjoy playing guitar, and I really appreciate the opportunity to make a living doing it. But um, there's a joke in, you know, amongst music majors that if you don't hate yourself, you're not doing it right. You know? <laughs> so, um, you know, it, and that goes for any art. If you, um, you, you can't ever be happy with where you are. You're never done. Um, and, you know, in that regards, it's, it's, it's easy to, to get down on yourself. But um, those of us that can make a living just doing music, we're very lucky, and most of us really recognize that and appreciate it. Well, one more question, and then we'll hear two pieces. I'm very sure. excited. One of them is one of my very favorite classical guitar pieces. And that is uh, when you're programming a classical guitar uh, concert, how many times do you try and cover all different time periods? Sometimes, if I'm playing um, for a guitar community, um, you know, typically I try not to play the same old stuff that they've heard, um, and try not to play standard repertoire when I play for a guitar, you know, a guitar festival or something like that. Mm -hmm. But for a guitar society, um, they want to hear the stuff that they grew up listening. I mean, they want to hear the the music that they heard on their Segovia records and their John Williams records. So I try to play the old war horses for that and try to save the new stuff for uh, guitar guitar crowds. So this first of two pieces you're going to play for us, it, some people will know this as the Nokia song. Correct, correct. <laughs> From the, the ringtone. It, yeah, you will definitely recognize it. I'll try to bring it out a little bit. Um, <laughs> and uh, right, the, 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 the gentleman who did the, uh, the jingle for Nokia is a Finnish guitarist. And um, the day they asked him, hey, what, what you got for us? 
that's what he played. And so, <laughs> so it stuck. It's the most recognizable tune ever. So, so you'll know about bar 13 through 16 for our listeners. We'll let you know. So I will let you take your place and pick up your guitar and get ready to play ringtones for us. <laughs> A little bit sad for Francisco Tarrega that uh, some of his beautiful music is reduced to being known that way. But this is a beautiful piece called Gran Valls. Grand Valls by Francisco Targa, Spanish guitarist, composer. He lived till 1909. And our next piece was written by a, a, another Spanish composer. Well, he spent a lot of time in Italy, but they overlap by eight years. So a little bit of, uh, of overlap there. Zapateado. This is by Joaquin Rodrigo. And that's a word that comes from shoes, zapatos in Spanish. So it's a special kind of a dance, both in Spain and in Mexico.
Rodrigo Zapateado for classical guitar performed live here on Highway 89 by Adam Kostler. And Rodrigo, why not write great music when your entire name is Joaquin Rodrigo Vidra, first marquee of the Gardens of Aranjuez? <laughs> <laughs> you got to do something special you with got your to, life. Right. Hey, I, what is so magical about an acoustic guitar, whether it's classical with the, the nylon strings or, or, or whether it's even uh, metal strings? It's, it's very intimate. Um, it's, uh, uh, like I said, it's very intimate, but it's also, it's capable of creating a lot of uh, texture, a lot of dynamic. Um, you know, a lot of the 19th century uh, famous guitars, Fernando Sor, Amaro Giuliani, they often refer to the guitar as um, a tiny uh, symphony and talked about the different sounds you could get out of the guitar, um, you know, being an imitation of different instruments of the symphony. So they definitely had a large idea for the guitar even back then. You're also a teacher right. as well as a performer. And I, I, I remember as a grade school kid signing up for a recorder class. Mm-hmm. And I was so excited, and I got there, and they handed out these flute things. I thought I was going to learn to use a tape recorder, which was the <laughs> cool new technology. Uh, but my my despair quickly went away when we had fun learning how to play. But you talk about using guitar for that type of, of instruction, and it seems like a guitar would be more easily available than a double bass or a bassoon. Absolutely. This is uh, what I do for a living is I, I teach 7th um, and 8th grade guitar, but I also teach a class called Music Lab, which is our um, kind of our general music class. And all the things that we're supposed to teach in Music Lab are the basics of uh of music, uh, harmony, rhythm, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, they have me in the curriculum teaching melody with a recorder and rhythm with, a, you know, some sticks or, you know, something. Um, but you can do all those things with the guitar. So I do. And uh, I teach harmony, rhythm, um, you know, chords, uh, everything. Every style of music, every aspect of music is very um, teachable on the guitar. So that's what I'm doing here with um, John in the uh, Utah Classical Guitar Society. We're reaching out to a lot of the public schools here to talk about guitar and music education. Which I think is great, not just to perform, but really that kind of, you call it outreach, but it's really giving back to people. 
It must be really fun to see kids sort of light up when they get what you're talking about, music and rhythm and, and all of the elements. It's great. You know, with guitar, I think... As much, if not more, than any other instrument, there's there's a great payoff. You know, a kid that goes through um, a public school guitar program, sit through middle school and high school, um, the chances of them continuing in music in some way is pretty pretty good. You know, they can they can always have a guitar, they can always strum around a campfire or you know whatever, however they want to to participate in music. You can with a guitar, which you can't do with a lot of other instruments. You know, if you played the snare drum for six years. Um, you, you probably learned a lot, but your outlets for staying in music are limited. So, Okay, before we hear our final piece, the critical question for a classical guitarist. Do people ever look at your hands and say, how come your nails are long on one hand and clips short on the other? <laughs> they do. I, I have a great story. One time I was at a, a gas station and, and I was handing a $10 bill across the counter. And I, at the time, my thumbnail was really long. And the woman behind the counter was absolutely terrified. She jumped back. And uh, <laughs> so it's something I'm very aware of. And I walk around with a closed fist as much as I can. <laughs> So I often see, usually guitarists are the only guys I see filing their nails in public. Right. I, I, I try not to. It's, um, you know, it's a necessary part of our thing, but, you know, it's, it's a real battle for me, that, you know, with students. Uh, you know, I teach mostly 14, 15-year-old boys, and I tell you what, they do not want to have fingernails. So it's definitely, um, it's on my radar all the time. Well, thank you for playing. We're going to let you take your place and hear a, a piece by... An Italian guitarist, a singer, composer, a luthier, he made his own instruments, and he made some of his living as an operatic tenor, talking about doing it all. This is Luigi Legnani. We'll hear from his Opus 19 Fantasia right after the intro. Thank you. 
Fantasia, Opus 19 by Luigi Legnani, performed by Adam Kostler. I'm Stephen Cap Perry, and that concludes this edition of Highway 89. Dr. Adam Kostler is in town performing as part of the Utah Classical Guitar Society's Young Artist Series. You can always find performance details and other information about the Utah Classical Guitar Society at ucgs.org. Thanks as well to John Yerby for arranging for this performance. How good is Adam Kostler? Well, you just heard, but what you didn't see was he even found time to fine-tune on a couple of open strings and flip one hand up to the pegs. I was amazed. You can find his recordings on iTunes, also on his Facebook page, or just Google him on YouTube for his performance videos. Dr. Adam Kostler, thank you for coming Great. and performing. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks so much to uh, John Yearby, the president of the uh, Utah Classical Guitar Society, um, for the young artist um, uh uh, outreach program here. It's it's an honor to be here in the studio and an honor to be a guest of the Utah Classical Guitar Society. So, thank you. Also, we always love to hear from you, dear listeners. We welcome your comments and questions by email. Send them to highway89 at byu.edu. Highway 89 is a production of BYU Broadcasting in Provo, Utah. Our recording engineer is Mark Waite and the show's producer, Jackie Tataishi. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Thanks for listening. <laughs>